So it's important to check in and to really be open-minded and not just come from a one-way lens. And those employees that are heard, that are seen, that feel involved, are the ones that feel most excited to show up to work and they actually work better and it work more effectively and it drives incredible business results for the organization when our leaders are open-minded and are actually collaborating with team members on ideas. From CEO School, it's Wine Down Wednesday. Pour yourself a drink and join us for CEO Happy Hour as we share the messy behind the scenes, straight talk, and real-world advice to help you level up in leadership and in life. Cheers. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Wine Down Wednesday. I'm so excited to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is your team. So, Today, we're going to talk about having effective one-on-ones with your team. And this episode is for anybody. It does not matter whether you are a working professional and you have a few direct reports that are reporting to you, whether you are a CEO and has have a large team that's reporting into you, whether you are a solopreneur and you just have a few contractors that are reporting to you, having effective one-on-ones is always beneficial to actually driving business results. So what is a one-on-one? A one-on-one is a dedicated space on your calendar. It's a mental map for open-ended and anticipated conversation between the manager and the employee. So unlike tactical meetings where you're talking about specific subjects or specific tasks that are happening, one-on-ones are meant for private space, for coaching, for mentoring, for giving contacts, understanding the why, and even just venting. And this is a great tool for every manager to ensure that they have that open-ended dialogue to communicate with their team in a dedicated time frame. That's really just about the employee, not about the task at hand or the manager. Most one-on-ones Um, you can talk about business. So it's not that they're not business-driven, but it's important to have that dedicated time for that employee. And that dedicated time can range, whether that be weekly, if it's your team that you work with very closely, it might be bi-weekly, it might be once a month for a contractor that you're working with um, that really is part of your team, like your virtual assistant or your podcast manager or your social media manager whatever that looks like for you. But it's important that you have those one-on-ones. And even if you are a working professional, um, it's it's also important that you have these effective one-on-ones. Even if you are not a CEO, you are still have an incredible team that is reporting into you. So I wanted to bring this topic up because I have seen many entrepreneurs not have effective one-on-ones or actually not have one-on-ones at all. Coming from the corporate world, I've seen one-on-ones my entire life, but in entrepreneurship and especially mentoring hundreds of women, this is something that I don't see us actually doing. So I wanted to do a quick wind on Wednesday to share with you guys what is a one-on-one, why it's important, and how to actually have an effective one-on-one. So seven tips that I have for having effective one-on-ones. The first tip is actually having the right mindset. So going in, it's not about overthinking a meeting. You're not supposed to be overly prepared for it. What I like to do is have a list of open-ended questions um, that I write down 
Like, how are you doing? What, um, you know, what are your priorities? Tell me about your team. Tell me about what's happening. Just literally open-ended questions that are there to stir dialogue so that you can have a very robust, healthy conversation. So having the right mindset is important because it's meant to be a discussion. The second tip that I have is you have to set a recurring schedule. So in order for one-on-ones to actually be effective, they need to happen regularly. So it can't just, it's not a one-time thing that you do or one-time a performance review. This is the time that you've dedicated to the growth of your team member you know, whether that be every month, whether that be every week, whatever that looks like, but it needs to happen regularly because you check in with them and you actually take notes and you reflect upon last one-on-one saying, Hey, Christina, I remember our last one-on-one we talked about, um, you know, certain things that you were working on for self-development or you wanted to do more public speaking. And so you were doing these virtual classes for like virtual Toastmasters. How's that going for you? So you can actually check in with the progress that they're making in their, in their goals, in their personal development, in their professional development. So setting a recurring schedule is important and also honoring that commitment. Um, Having one-on-ones, there's definitely team members that I can't have one-on-ones with on a weekly or bi-weekly, but I'd have one-on-ones with them once a month. But it is important that that once a month that I am connecting with them, that I show up on time, that I show up respectfully, and that I do honor that commitment that I have made. So that is also important. Number three is to keep it flexible. It's very important for this dialogue to be an open discussion and for if the other party wants to bring something to the table to talk about, talk about it. If you guys end up doing an incredible whiteboarding session with some ideas that are being shared to make things more effective and you project, keep it flexible and definitely um, be listening. And that goes into tip number four, which is to actually listen actively. I had done a wind down Wednesday a couple of weeks ago on active listening. If you haven't checked that out, definitely go back and listen to that episode. And it's really about listening fully and slowing down. I shared some tips on how I'm able to do this. um, And I have some tricks. I actually will write, I will put a little, a reminder to myself on my hand to pause and to ensure that I am actually actively listening and not jumping in. Even when I feel like I have something to say that I'm holding my space so that the other person can share everything that they have to share. And then I'm actually listening with my ears open. So be an incredible listener. This is your time to listen. It is their time uh, to speak. Number five, and this is very, very important, is to get personal. It's so important for you to check in with your team member as an individual. It doesn't matter um, whether, you know, what's happening in the business. If they are not happy in their in their life, then they are not going to be happy employees. And it's so important for you to get that mental check-in with your team member to say, how are you doing personally? How are things at home? What's happening in your world? And now I know many of you guys might be thinking, wait, Sonera, you don't mix you know, business and personal. And I absolutely disagree with that. I 100% believe that business is personal. People spend half their days with you at work, if not their most of their days at work. And you checking in with them is extremely important because they are humans. And there's a lot happening in the world. And just checking in from a mental standpoint of how they're doing 
actually drives knowing how they're doing and being an ear for them to share some things that are happening, whether that be, it doesn't all have to be, it doesn't have to be bad. It can be incredible things that are happening in their lives, but them knowing that you care about them beyond just a KPI or a report or that project goes a long, long way. And you don't have to probe to get personal. There's definitely, I have team members that are very, very open with me. We talk about everything that's happening. They um, are very open to share things that are happening in their world, how they're doing mentally and things they're working on. And then there are other team members that it's, it's really, it's a struggle. It's really hard for me to sometimes break those barriers. And I have to be respectful of that. If they don't want to share, that's absolutely okay. But our job as leaders is just to ask open questions. How are you doing? Have you taken time for yourself? I had a one-on-one with one of my executives and he's a dad of four and he runs a massive department. There's 40 people that report into him. And you know, we talked, we talked so, you know, we talked about work, but it's so important for me to just check in to say, Hey, Nick, how are you doing? And he's like, I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. And I'm like, when was the last time that you actually took a day to yourself? Because you work a crazy schedule. You're always working. Um, you know, he's an executive at the company and then you have so much responsibility and he's an incredible father and partner. So I know he's super dad and doing all kinds of incredible things with his family. So it's not like he just goes home and checks out. It's like, when was the last time that you take a day to yourself? And he's like, Sonera, you're right. I, I don't know. Like, I don't remember the last time that I just took a day to myself. And I encouraged him to take the day off during the work week and to go golfing because that's what he likes to do just to mentally have some clarity so he can get some mental break and rest. And so those are the kind of things that come out of open questions. And even through people that I kid you not that you're like, they're not, they, they have a wall up where it's hard to break through, but it's your job as a leader to really check in to make sure that your team is healthy, um, healthy mentally, and they're strong and they have the support that they need. So number five was get personal. Um, six, be open-minded. You know, as leaders, sometimes we feel like we have all the answers and sometimes we do, but sometimes there are better ideas out there. And so it's important for us to have an open mind and to hear perspective, to understand what that team member has to say about the project or how, you know, if they have better solutions to some of the things that you're working on. So it's important to check in and to really be open-minded and not just come from a one-way lens. And those employees that are heard, that are seen, that feel involved are the ones that feel most excited to show up to work. And they actually um, work better and it work more effectively. And it drives incredible business results for the organization when our leaders are open-minded and are actually collaborating with team members on ideas. The last thing that I have for you guys is to be prepared. Uh, Make sure that if you have coaching notes from the last session that you reference it and that you check in to your notes and to come prepared. It's also a great time to talk about business. It's also a great time to talk about goals, but you want to ensure that you come prepared and you're not just pulling things out of thin air. You come prepared to your one-on-ones. And this is how you all can have incredibly effective one-on-ones with your team. If you are not doing this today, I know 
almost all of you in the corporate world do this and are probably like, I've been doing this for many years, but I've seen where you think you're having one-on-ones and it turns into just business reports, even on the corporate side. And then on the entrepreneurship side, I have just seen them not take place and that it's not a priority for CEOs, whether you're a solopreneur and you just have one team member or contractor or just a few, it's important to still check in with your part-time employees, with your contractors, or you could be a CEO listening here, part of the 2% club and deciding, Hey, I, you know, I haven't actually been able to check in with my entire organization. You can create cadences that work for you. For me, it's really important that we check in with all of our team members. I personally cannot have one-on-ones with 120 team members on a weekly basis, but we ensure as an organization that every single person gets that dedicated one-on-one time, gets that support that they need. And so I hope you guys really enjoyed this week's Wind Down Wednesday. If you did, let me know. Tag me on Instagram, writing your notes for open-ended questions that you're going to be asking on your next one-on-ones. Screenshot your calendars with those recurring meeting cadences. I'm so excited for you guys to implement this tactic. This is what is going to drive the needle for you if your team members are happy that they have the direction that they need and they, at the end of the day, have the support that they need from their managers. I'll see you guys next week on Wind Down Wednesday at CEO School. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. We want to invite you to follow CEO School on Instagram for show notes, inspiration, and exclusive behind the scenes you won't find anywhere else. We also have an absolutely incredible free resource for you. It's the seven lessons we learned building seven and eight figure businesses. These are complete game changers and we want to give it to you completely free. All you have to do is leave a review of the podcast, why you love listening, screenshot the review and email it to hello at ceoschoolpodcast.com and we'll send it your way. See you in the next class.